You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are in the beautiful area of South Bend, Indiana. And of course, anyone who knows anything about South Bend knows there is a beautiful and historic university right here. Yeah, we came out for a Notre Dame football weekend. Now, notice we didn't say Notre Dame football game. We said Notre Dame football weekend because this being our first time here, we found out that it pretty much starts... Thursday night, Friday morning, and continues on into Sunday. It's an amazing place. We are college football fans, and we know there are many great college football traditions out there, many great programs, but Notre Dame is a special place. It's played an important role in the history of college football, 11 consensus national championships, seven Heisman Trophy winners. These were the guys that invented the forward pass here, Newt Rockney, when he was a player. We also found out this weekend that they were the first ones to come up with a marching band, which is one of the great parts of going to see a college football game. So there's a lot of great places to go watch college football. This is a special place because of the history and everything that surrounds it. We've had a great time here this weekend. And so we're really anxious to share with you some of the things we've done. We're going to start off with an interview with Lindsay Horner, who is with Visit South Bend, and she's going to kind of tell us about this town in general. And then we're going to take a tour around the campus and learn a little bit about the history and how Notre Dame came to be. And also see some of the famous highlights like Touchdown Jesus and the Golden Dome and the Basilica and things like that. Then we're going to go on to a really cool tradition called the Midnight Drum Circle. Game day starts at midnight the night before. And the drummers are out there doing a drum circle at midnight the night before. It's a really cool thing that we'll tell you about. And talk about tailgating. This place is a mecca for tailgating. It's unbelievable. We woke up game day morning listening to, um, believe it or not, George Michael about 6.59 a.m. With the trucks coming up, people tailgating. It was amazing. So we talked to some fans in the big tailgate area as well. We also interviewed a Notre Dame institution who is known affectionately as Murph. He works at Roars, which is a bar inside of the Morrison, which is right on campus. And he's got a lot of great experience. We're really lucky that we're staying really at a great location, Ivy Court Inn and Suites. It is right across the street from campus. We've been walking back and forth to campus and our accommodations. It's a great place tailgating here. They do a live sports show, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and the reservations they're already taking for next season. We've got a lot to get to. It's going to be a great episode, so stick with us. Coming right back, we're going to do hot topics in travel, and I'm going to tell you about yet one more way that travel helps your brain. Uh, want to hear it. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Again, you can check us out at our website, travelbrigade.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back. What's hot? What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We are in a place that says it all about college football. South Bend, Indiana, 
Notre Dame University, Newt Rockney, Touchdown Jesus, the Golden Dome, the 11 national championships. It's just a place that is just dripping with college football history. And we're here soaking it all in, all the traditions, all the things that make game weekend, not just game day, but game weekend fun. And before we get into that, we're first going to do hot topics in travel. Now, there are many, many reasons, as we've always talked about, that you should want to travel. But what if I told you that it helps make you more creative? Creative like raise my IQ? Not so much that, but maybe see things in a new way. Okay. I'll take that. What is it? Well, this was an article in The Atlantic, which is, you know, a very highbrow magazine. And so, of course, you know, they talk about things like, you know, brain studies and psychological studies about how travel helps people become more creative. And you you think of many of the great artistic types through history, you know, Hemingway went to France and that helped him. And some of the great artists have gone to different places during their careers and that's helped rejuvenate their career or start their career. And while we can get into all the technical stuff, a lot of it seems to come down to is that, you know, when you travel to new places, it helps you look at things in new ways. And that's what being creative is about. Well, if that helps, we can travel a lot so we can look at things in new ways and expand that to the uh, kids. We'll tell them that, but they'll have to come up with the money for it. It is one of the reasons that you travel is because it lets you see different ways of doing things. It lets you see that wherever you happen to live isn't the only place in the world. Uh, It lets you see that, you know, there are other ways of doing things. And so it is a great way to make yourself more creative. I actually know quite a few people who, when for some reason we talk about stuff and they'll be like, I never left the state. And I just can't even, I can't even understand that. Yeah. So we've been lucky. We've been able to travel. And that's just one of the many reasons that you should do it. So coming up, we're going to be talking with Lindsay Horner. She is with Visit South Bend. She's going to tell us about this beautiful college town. And then we're going to be talking with Jack Lafferty, who gave us a tour of the campus and showed us some of the highlights there. Again, you're listening to Travel Brigade. You can check out all the information on this amazing Notre Dame weekend. We'll have information on our hot sheet for today's show, information on South Bend. You can check that out at our website, TravelBrigade.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here doing the ultimate Notre Dame weekend. Of course, it's home weekend. It's um, We're here in Notre Dame. We've been checking out the beautiful campus, checking out the uh, things that there are to do, and we kind of wanted to get an overall feel. What happens on these big football weekends? We're here with Lindsay Horner. She is with Visit South Bend, Mishawaka. And Lindsay... First of all, getting here, a lot of people come through Chicago. We flew right here to South Bend, and it was a great experience. Yeah, um, so South Bend Airport is actually South Bend International Airport, and so there's great connections all throughout the country where um, we fly to all the major Delta hubs as well as some United areas, and um, Allegiant flies into South Bend Airport as well, so we even, we're even connected to a lot of those spring break destinations as well. When we were looking at booking out here, one, yes, you can actually fly straight into South Bend, but a lot of people do fly into Chicago or there are other forms of transportation to get here. What, what are some other options for people? Sure, one that's really scenic and um, a lot of fun for a lot of people is the South Shore Line, and it is um, a commuter train that actually connects the South Bend International Airport to downtown Chicago. So it's a few hours really leisurely ride, and you're you know in the heart of the city or you know coming into South Bend for any sort of experience. 
So here being in South Bend, you look over across the street from where we're staying and seeing the beautiful campus here of Notre Dame, the very traditional campus, which of course today the hustle and bustle of game weekend. Tell us about people who, you know, what is it like to be here for a game weekend, for a home game, and a little bit about, you know, the people that come here to see the games, the traveling fans that come here just to see these Notre Dame games. Sure. So, I mean, we always say, and it's very true, that visiting the Notre Dame campus is a bucket list item for a lot of people, whether, um, you know, it's for the sports fan or, you know, the religious market, whatever it may be. A lot of people want to experience the Notre Dame campus in some aspect. Um, And then we get travelers from all over the country, all over the world. um, And, yeah, it's just a name that resonates all over the world. And when you get that big of an alumni market, people are just coming in to experience, you know, either their campus that they're so familiar with or, you know, experience it for the very first time. And so, yeah, visitors come from all over and they really, they come to experience the Notre Dame experience. What are some classic things you should do when you come for a Notre Dame game weekend? Um, A lot of people love to go see the grotto, especially in the evenings. Um, It's beautifully lit, lots of people saying prayers down there, seeing the main building and the Golden Dome and inside the Basilica, which is just so ornate. It's beyond words. And then also trumpets under the dome. It's a great tradition that happens the Friday before a game as well as about an hour and a half before kickoff. And the trumpeters from the marching band play along the railings inside the Golden Dome. And the crowds of people in there with their phones up in the air filming this just miraculous sight um, and this beautiful sound. That's probably one of the biggest game day traditions and a lot of people make sure to see that. And then also being able to get your picture with Touchdown Jesus, which is the mural on the side of um, Hesburgh Library overlooking the end zone um, at Notre Dame Stadium. I mean, those are things that just people just love, and we really recommend people doing that and capturing those moments. So we actually have met a few people who do not know what Touchdown Jesus is. Can you tell us about Touchdown Jesus? Sure. So it is a mural that is on the side of Hesburgh Library on the north end of Notre Dame Stadium. It's actually, I believe the proper name of it is the Word of Life mural, I want to say. And um, it is, it is a mosaic mural of Jesus with his hands in the air. And it very much looks like the touchdown signal. And so a lot of people, you know, just love that. And they've got that great nickname. And that's why Notre Dame's doing so well, I think. It could be. You never know. You never know. Talk a little bit about this place has such a history to it that really hits me when we've been walking around. Yeah, I mean, the campus is you know, nearly a couple hundred years old at this time. And just going through a campus tour and being able to see from the old end of campus all the way to the new buildings, they take their history very, very seriously. And, you know, just any corner, there is a great story to be heard. And yeah, it's just a really historic, storied campus. Um, that's just so beautiful to see. Now, with Notre Dame being independent, they always get to play some really interesting games with people. Tell us, maybe what are some of those highlight games throughout the year? Anything special that happens during uh, certain games with certain opponents? Sure. So um, the Navy game is always a great rivalry, and actually the Navy players stay with the ROTC students on campus. They don't go to a hotel in town, and so there's a great sort of camaraderie there. The USC game is always huge, um, which is a lot of fun. You know, USC fans really travel, and Notre Dame fans really travel too, so there's always a good showing on either side. And while it was going on, the Michigan rivalry was always a lot of fun too. There was a lot of competition there, but we pride ourselves on our hospitality, and um, as intense as the game might 
B, everybody's here for the same reason, and that's just to have a good time and cheer on their team. You know, we've gone to quite a few college football games, and it is interesting because we have some a lot of friends from USC that go to games, and all of them have said the same thing when they come out here, that it's one of those games you want to travel to do, and that it's a very welcoming, fun environment to go to the football game. It's not that sort of, I don't know, there, there are times we go to football games when I would say you're wearing the other opponent's jersey, and it might not be the most comfortable feeling if whether you win or lose or whatever the situation is, but we've heard complete opposite stories of that being here at Notre Dame. Well, I'm very happy to hear that. And we're, um, you know, like I said, we really pride ourselves on that. And we actually had a very similar experience playing Oklahoma recently that it was sort of who can out welcome the other um, team. And so it was all about just being, we all love our teams and we're big fans. And so at the end of the day, everybody is there for the same reason. And like you said, win or lose, it's about coming together and having a good time and experiencing that once in a lifetime experience. And so, yeah, we really pride ourselves on, you know, just being a welcoming community because at the end of the day, we're all here to cheer on our team. So tell us a little bit about planning ahead for a trip. Um, If you're coming here to the area, you're wanting to come for football weekend. Tell us, is there places to get packages, a particular place you might want to get tickets? How far ahead should people be planning? Tell us some just, you know, basics on how to get here to the campus and to get here to a game. I would say the number one rule is book your hotel well in advance. Um, Really, as soon as those football dates are announced, people are booking their hotel rooms. So it could be anywhere from a year to further out. So that is the number one um, criteria is definitely if if there is a game that you're just dying to get to, get that hotel room early because they go fast. Um, And really, you know, getting tickets and things like that varies. It totally depends on, um, you know, who you know and um, that kind of thing. So that's kind of hard to speak to. But, you know, we get people who come just to experience the weekend and don't necessarily go into the game. And so um, whether you're, you know, have tickets to go see the game or not, um, it's a great time to come and experience the area because there's just really nothing like it. Speaking of which, you know, we've been talking a lot about Notre Dame, talking a lot about the football game. But, you know, you're here for a whole weekend. There's some other things to do in town. Name some other things that are pretty popular on the list of half-twos while you're here in the South Bend area. Sure. So what's really nice is a lot of our attractions totally embrace the Notre Dame draw. And they, um, you know, they try to cater to that market in a lot of ways. Studebaker automobiles were manufactured in South Bend the whole time that they were manufactured. And they have a great connection with Newt Rockney. And so there's a Newt Rockney car in the museum that you can go see. Our local history museum also always has um, some sort of exhibit dedicated to Notre Dame. And right now it's actually, it has a Newt Rockney tie as well. It's called The House That Rockney Built. And it's a story about Notre Dame Stadium. And then also the South Bend Chocolate Factory, which is a ton of fun. They have a great factory tour. They always they have a whole line of Notre Dame themed sweets and treats and things like that. So even a Notre Dame fan exploring the area can get a little bit of Notre Dame all over the area and all our different attractions. Wonderful. You left us some beautiful chocolate yesterday. And I have to say we were <laughs> coming in on a late flight and we busted it open and it was delicious. I know it's made here in South Bend. Tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So the Clay's Candy Company is actually here in South Bend and all their candies are made here. And so they um, they produce a hard candy that a lot of people, if you're a fan of Cracker Barrel, you'll see that in, you know, the buckets there a lot of the time in their sort of shop area um, comes in a little white paper pouch. Um, but they also produce this great chocolate product only available during the holidays called Chocolate Charlie. And it's marshmallows and nuts all covered in chocolate. And it's 
a delicious little treat that we love to give clients for sure. It looks like, I can't explain what it looks like. It looks like pretty much just melted chocolate, nuts, marshmallows, and you pretty much just dig in, don't you? Yeah, it's kind of just get in there with your hands, break off chunks and start going to town. It's delicious. It is delicious, especially about midnight when you come in and lay flight. <laughs> the way it's structured, and maybe we'll, we'll get a picture up on our website or something, but uh, I like to use a fork to eat it. <laughs> oh, don't be so proper. Jeff was actually wondering when we first opened it, he's like, is it melted? I said, no, it just is like this. Just break, it. just break that sucker off and eat it. So it was delicious. Well, tell us a little bit about where people can learn more about South Bend and uh, the, planning their vacation here. Sure. So we have a really great website, if I do say so myself, visitsouthbend.com. The content is ever-changing, and we really try to make sure we're speaking to what people are looking for at that particular time. So if you were to visit it right now, it's all about football. But you can visit South Bend and Mishawaka throughout the year, and so we always make sure there's um, new content informing people about exactly what they're looking for. And there's plenty of contact information on there, so we are always happy to help our potential visitors in any way we can. Great. We will also add that information in our hot sheet for today's show. You can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. I'm here right at home, the Fighting Irish, a nice Irish girl. I'm here with, of course, an English guy, but I'm going to let that go today. With Jeff Griffin, we are here on the beautiful historic campus of Notre Dame. Just an incredible place to walk around. Everywhere you go, there's something that ties to history, history of football, history of America, everything you can think of. We've been really lucky to walk around here with Jack Lafferty. He's been doing tours here for 10 years, and this is his favorite campus in the world. Jack, tell us a little bit about the tours you do here. What are some of the different types of tours you do? Uh, I do the uh, academic, uh, sports, and religious tours, and public tours, and tours for the Chamber of Commerce. Beautiful. And, you know, just stepping on campus, it's absolutely a gorgeous campus. Um, We were going around campus looking at some of these historic buildings. Tell us a little, maybe a brief history about Notre Dame and how it got started. Well, the University of Notre Dame was founded in 1842 by Father Soren and the Brothers of the Holy Cross. Father Soren came from the University of Michigan, and in 1842, uh, it was approximately 13 acres. They didn't have the GPS and the super-duper computers back in those days, but it was around 13 acres and a log cabin, and the total cost was around $300. Right now, the university is 1,250 acres, and it's valued at $3 billion. Sounds like they make the money back right there. When people come to campus, you know, this is our first time here. I mean, this is a historic university. Everybody knows who Notre Dame is. Irish, not. Catholic, not. Everyone knows who Notre Dame, you know, where the campus in Notre Dame is. But tell us, when people come here on campus to visit, what are the hot spots? What are the things that they need to see when they're here on campus? 
Well, I think one of the first uh, uh, buildings that they should be looking at would be the main building at the University of Notre Dame, and then we have the Basilica and then the Grotto. Those would probably be the three major uh, transactions. And on the sports side, we have the ACC, the Compton Ice Arena, the Purcell Basketball Facility, and of course the Notre Dame Stadium, which is under renovation right now at a cost of $400. Should be finished in 2017, October, and the first game, when it's completely done, should be against Nevada. Now, $400 or $400 million? $400 million. <laughs> Sorry about that. I wish they could get it for $400. But When you do take people around here, what are they typically most wowed by or surprised by or, or anything like that? Well, I think it's the student. All the Notre Dame students, when you talk about respect, discipline, and attitude, that's what most of the Notre Dame students uh, convene. And uh, you don't see too many hot dog wrappers flying around. They take real good care of their campus. So now this is game weekend, obviously. There is a lot of hustle and bustle here around the campus. Tell us, I mean, what does it feel like to come game weekend? Well, I think the pride of Notre Dame lies in all the uh, alumni clubs. Notre Dame has over uh, 260 alumni clubs around the uh, around the world, and uh, we also have 10 international clubs, and there's 91 countries represented here at Notre Dame, so they're all rooting for the Irish. We need all the fans we can get. And tell us a little bit about not only just the buildings, but some of the weekend traditions that happen during game weekends. Well, I think one of the biggest traditions is the Notre Dame Band. Uh, the Notre Dame Band used to play on the back steps of the main building, but the band became so big and uh, they had to move it over to Bond Hall, which is the old Notre Dame library before the Hesburgh Library was built. And uh, I think that's one of the main traditions. And then the trumpeters in the main building, that usually takes place on Friday afternoon to signal that the Notre Dame football game is uh, coming around. And you see an awful lot of alums from all over the world coming back to Notre Dame for these games. Yeah, and when we talk about the main building, we are talking about the Golden Dome. And it's one thing, as a football fan, I've seen pictures of it so many times, but to, to actually come here and see it live and see how it fits into the whole campus is an amazing thing. You were uh, showing us a little bit earlier, once you do get inside that main building, how we can get the luck of the Irish. Well, the luck of the Irish comes from uh, under the Golden Dome, which has 1,250 thin strips of 8-ounce, 23-karat gold, 3-micron sick, and the circumference of the dome is 139 feet. And the old adage is, if you come to Notre Dame and you stand in the middle and look up to Our Lady, count to three, you're going to have the luck of the Irish for another year. So we invite everybody and anybody, please come to Notre Dame and get the luck of the Irish. Well, Jeff and I wouldn't stand in the circle. We counted to three. We're hoping for the luck of the Irish this weekend. There's, Of course, you can find out more information. Um, Notre Dame has a website on game day information. They're at their site. We're also going to post that link on our hot sheet for today's show. You can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. As you just heard, everywhere we went on our campus tour, you can find history everywhere you turn here. The Golden Dome, the Basilica, the Grotto, the cabin that Father Soren first had when he purchased the 13 acres and and founded the place. History everywhere you look. One thing that really stood out for me was the mural of Touchdown Jesus, simply because I'd seen it on TV so many times. If you watch a lot of college football like I do, you'll, uh, as Kathleen can 
testify to. You'll occasionally see, you know, Notre Dame games and they'll show sort of the stadium and then with Touchdown Jesus in the background and it's really kind of an amazing sight. And then so to go in there and see it live up close was, was really kind of a cool thing. Well, what's great about it, it's sort of like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Like people want to take pictures with Touchdown Jesus. Jeff was no exception. We'll be posting his picture of him doing his own Touchdown Jesus with Touchdown Jesus in the background. And it's actually now I'm going to say blow it up on a poster. be one of my favorite pictures of Jeff that we have traveling. One thing you also need to do when you visit Notre Dame campus is hit the campus bookstore for t-shirts, just anything you can think of. They put the name Notre Dame or the name Irish on it. Kind of funny, we've known fans of other teams that have come back here to watch their team play Notre Dame. And these people, they end up going to the bookstore and getting Notre Dame stuff. They had KitchenAid appliances with Notre Dame, baby seats with Notre Dame on it. We had a bag full of Notre Dame stuff as well when we left and it was really fun. We wanted to get some gear for the game. But yeah, I was really, I've never seen a college, a collegiate KitchenAid before. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing, but it was a lot of really fun things. You know, they have a lot of stuff from Ireland there. They have a whole Irish section where they've got Irish sweaters and clotter rings and Celtic crosses and really, really interesting things. And the clotter rings have the Notre Dame emblem on them. And yeah, two floors of, of glorious shopping. So that was really fun and definitely a central part of the weekend here while you're in Notre Dame. One of the things that makes college football great is not just the game on the field, but all the pageantry that surrounds it. And part of that is the marching band. Notre Dame had the first ever marching band, and they've got a really cool tradition here called the Midnight Drum Circle. Game day starts at midnight. We're going to check that out next. We're also going to meet with some fans who are out front tailgating. Tailgating is another great college football tradition. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. You can check us out at our website, travelbrigade.com. And make sure you also follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. I just witnessed one of the greatest college football traditions. I showed up below the Golden Dome at midnight. I arrived here thinking there might be a couple hundred other people here and uh, it'd be fun. Got here, didn't realize I was in for pretty much a rock concert. The Midnight Drum Circle conservatively estimated a couple thousand people here and treating these the Notre Dame drum line like rock stars. I've got Justin McManus here with me. He's the assistant band director. And Justin, is this a typical turnout for this at midnight, the night before a game? It really is. I think something so unique about the Notre Dame um, game experience is that you know the students come together with the fans um, the night before, and really the fact that it's midnight has no bearing. Um, really the energy, that the um, the motto of the drumline is victory begins at midnight. And so kind of game day starts at midnight. Even though we have a 3.30 uh, p.m. kickoff, um, it really starts at midnight here in front of the dome with your Notre Dame family, and I think that's something that binds us all together. So in terms of being typical, this is absolutely typical to have this many people, the energy, the electricity, this is, this is what it's all about at Notre Dame. How long has this tradition of playing at midnight been going on? 
been it's been going on for years, and really, it's it's something that brings together again brings together students and fans. Um, that brings folks out of the dorms. Um, you know, even the ones that may be, be on the verge of sleeping. You know, brings them out of the dorms. And it's it's again something that's so special to the Notre Dame uh, game environment, uh, to the game day tradition, and to the band community, to the band family. And 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 um, obviously, if you're listening to this, so you can't see it, but right now there's a tunnel of students formed in the drum line, waiting for some of their seniors to come through. It's something that's so sacred and so special a tradition that they uh, that they really believe in and uh, and stay true to. And that, yeah, tomorrow we'll be seeing some senior football players do their last lap, but this will be the last time for some of these kids here. Absolutely, and um, you know it's it's just a small token, I guess, you know, from the from the undergraduates to the to the seniors to show their appreciation and respect for all the work and commitment they put in through the years, um, you know, and, and through the season. It's something that we as directors, and myself as a director, as a staff member, but also the students see in their dedication um, and, and everything they put in, the blood, sweat, and tears they put into this program. Speaking of that, yeah, how, how many hours a week do these kids put in? Well, on a, on a game week, we rehearse um, daily for about an hour and a half, and then um, each section has sectionals during the week as well. So on top of their rigorous academic schedule and their band commitments, they also put in voluntary time to better themselves musically and, and to engage in a level of camaraderie that's really unique among college bands. To top everything off, the fact that we're standing here under the Golden Dome next to the Basilica and it's a beautiful night, that sort of just the atmosphere sort of completes it. Absolutely. I think the Notre Dame um, game day atmosphere is really like none other. And that's for a lot of reasons. The student body, you can hear um, uh, the audio through the, through the audio, some of the cheering that's going on, and the respect. I think it comes down to respect. The respect that students have for the team, the respect they have for each other as, as students, but also the, the respect they have um, for each other as band members. And that's something that's so unique to um, our game day atmosphere, something so unique to our band, and something I'm just uh, thrilled to be part of. Thank you very much, Justin. Uh, I got to go home and get to bed to get up early for tailgating tomorrow. So sure. thank you very much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank right. you. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in the tailgating mecca here at Notre Dame, standing right over the stadium. And, of course, we wanted to find the friendliest crew here because they're all drinking beer. We figured they're probably in a good mood, wanting to talk to us and telling us a little bit about what they do and their passion for tailgating at the game. Yeah, now we've got Chad and Sam here. And tell us, what time, Sam, what time did you guys get here this morning? Um, we didn't have to start the tailgate, so we got here probably around 10.30. And I can see you've had several beers since then, which we're totally encouraging. Uh, <laughs> Chad, Chad, tell us a little bit about your tailgating experience. Well, I, I've been coming to Notre Dame tailgates for a number of years on and off, depending on where I lived, and I do like to drink beer at tailgates. <laughs> yeah. And um, you've been a longtime Notre Dame fan? A long-time Notre Dame fan, absolutely. Born and raised not far from here, so grew up as a Notre Dame fan. Now, you guys, like, looking at all the spots, you got a pretty prime spot here for tailgating. Well, we, we joined this tailgate, really. We're we, not normally with these people, but, yeah, this is a great spot. We could throw a football and hit the stadium from here. Yeah, absolutely. So what is a perfect day for a fan? What's the perfect Notre Dame game time day? Well, I think the weather we got today is pretty awesome because we got sun, but it's not super hot out here, but nobody's freezing cold, and it's a good day to keep your beer cold and your hot food hot and have a good time out here. What's your craziest super fan you've ever seen? Ask Sam. 
<laughs> Craziest super fan you've ever seen? I mean, probably us about 15 years ago. <laughs> um, so we, we, we've matured a little bit since then. So you, you guys got lucky in that regard. That sounds great. We're going to be eating and drinking our way through this tailgate and enjoying the game later. We will be back. You can check us out at TravelBrigade.com or you can follow us on Twitter at TravelBrigade. We'll be right back. the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Jeff Griffin along with Kathleen Curry. We're in the beautiful collegiate town of South Bend taking in a Notre Dame game weekend. We just talked to some tailgaters and what was interesting was Friday night when we were walking over to the midnight drum circle, there were already people with their RVs parked outside the Ivy Court Inn and Suites where we're staying. There were already people getting things tent set up for the morning. So everything was kind of already in motion Friday night and then as Kathleen already said Saturday morning we were hearing music out here on the lawn at 7 a.m. People up well into the day by if you weren't at a tailgate by 10 a.m. you weren't trying. And then the other interesting thing is beyond that we saw people at the game and heard people talking about well I'll see you at the after tailgate, the post tailgate. So it's kind of a, a almost a 24-hour thing here. And speaking of tailgating, of course we ate here during game day which was really super fun. Got lots of, of little treats around the campus. But one thing, just why we're here in South Bend we really went to some amazing restaurants we were here. As a matter of fact, they have this whole emerging foodie scene that's that's coming here. Lots of fresh food, lots of great breweries. As a matter of fact, so many that we did a whole episode kind of on the South Bend foodie trail here, doing the breweries and the restaurants. So you'll want to check that out. We'll be having that come up in a few weeks. And you can check that out as well on our website at TravelBrigade.com when that comes out. Coming up, we've got an interview with Murph, who is an institution at Roars. He's been there for, as he puts it, 46 seasons. And uh, Roars is a bar on campus at the Morris Inn. And we're also going to be talking with the manager of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here on the beautiful and historic Notre Dame campus, and it is game day. Game day of game weekend, as we found out that uh, there were all sorts of things going on Friday. Even we stayed up until midnight and went to the drummer circle last night. People were up. We could hear outside our hotel room at 7 a.m. this morning <laughs> playing their music. It's game weekend, but this is game day. We are here with Murph. Now, his real name is Patrick Murphy, but everybody here knows him as Murph. And when you ask him how long he's been here, they describe how long you've been here in terms of football seasons. And this because is- football rules. This is his 46th season here. And Murph, tell us a little bit about game day and some of the traditions and what people should be looking for when they come here on game day. Memories are made at the Morrison. Uh, It's football week. 
week, and this is a gathering place for the whole university. You see the people come in, it's their first game, and it's pretty easy because the people have a smile on their face. It's like going to their kids' uh, concert. Really, you can't do anything wrong. Uh, it's memories is are what are made at every day. Uh, it's their first football game. It's with their parents. It's with their dad. It's with their bringing their son, or even their first visit to take their daughter or son to uh, visit the campus as far as a student. So it's such a special weekend. You never really get tired of working them. I mean, it's you look forward to it. It's a long day, but at the same time, you just you just look forward to this day. And here at the Morrison, it is the central area right here on campus near the main building and everything else. And as soon as we walked in the lobby this morning, I mean, it is a hub, a central hub. We walked through tailgating to get here, but there's this own party going on right here. Tell us what game day is like, you know, just here right in the lobby. It seems like there's a whole pregame going on. Well, we start off at 11 and we close about 2 in the morning on Saturday, depending on the crowd. We turn on the, the music. We have the gathering and uh, different groups tend to meet here. We have our locals. We have several people that have moved from uh, other cities to live here so that they can experience this on a regular basis. And Notre Dame is so special to so many people. It's just it, It's just magic. What are some of the traditions that uh, you think if somebody comes here, they should go check out? They definitely should experience the walk, and they definitely should see the grotto and church. Notre Dame's about football, but it's so special as far as the religious aspect. Uh, you can't avoid the grotto. It's it's a special place where everybody goes to pray. Other than football, you should experience that, too. We also have Megan with us. She's here with the Morrison. Tell us a little bit about, I'm assuming people plan ahead when they want to come to football weekends, but tell us a little bit about that, How if you have special football packages or how, how long you have to get reservations here to stay right here on campus during football games. So here at the Morrison, it is a little difficult to get overnight rooms here. Uh, normally, the rooms are reserved for advisory board members um, who are connected with campus. But I would always advise everyone to stop by or start calling on Thursday before game day because we usually have one or two rooms that become available. So even Thursday, Friday, or even Saturday, if you can swing it that last minute, um, we usually have rooms open up Friday night or Friday, Saturday night for people to stay over. So I would always encourage people to stop by the front desk and ask. Perfect. We'll have information on the Morrison as well as all the information that you can, things that you can do here at Notre Dame during weekends. We notice that it's not just football. I mean, there are hockey games going on, basketball games going on, lectures going on, and you could really just keep yourself uh, amused all weekend outside of the football environment as well. So we'll have that information on our hot sheet for today's show. You can check that out at travelbrigade.com and we'll be right back. Travel Brigade, tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here and Jeff Griffin here in the beautiful, sitting right across from the campus at Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm so excited we're here for a Notre Dame game weekend. And, you know, this is sort of the cradle of college football, one of the great historic programs of college football. We are here right in the middle of it with the Ivy Inn Court and Suites. We're staying just across the street here from the campus. We looked out the window this morning. We could see the stadium from our hotel window. Here to tell us more about it is Brandon Gill. He's the GM here at Ivy Inn Court and Suites. Brandon, tell us a little bit about what sort of happens to this area, to this town, when 
when Notre Dame game weekend rolls around? Well, there's just a ton of excitement uh, everywhere, not not only around campus, but but everywhere in South Bend and Mishawaka. It, you know, especially around campus here, um, all the restaurants, the hotels are all full. Um, really great for business owner in, in South Bend this time of year. So tell us a bit, when we checked in yesterday, we got a little bag and we were already getting information about the game, the game weekend with a little package that you left for the Notre Dame weekend. Yeah, we uh, give everybody a welcome bag, we call it, but it includes kind of an itinerary of things that are happening on campus and a game day program, so you don't have to fight the crowds to buy it on campus, um, and then just snacks and goodies and things like that. And then also, we've heard and we're excited that tomorrow is game day. Some of the things that you do here, right here at the hotel on game day. Well, we do quite a bit, actually. I mean, we're right here in the heart of tailgating. We're only, like you guys said, you can see the stadium from our from our property here. We're only a half mile from the stadium, and this is just tailgating done like crazy. People tailgating in the parking lot. Um, we're right next to the uh, Notre Dame parking lots that they sell passes for. But we also have a live radio show that's broadcast, a pregame radio show. It brings in um, former players, coaches, um, just anybody that has something to do with the Notre Dame football program. So it's really an exciting day. Tell us a little bit about this hotel, how long it's been here, how big it is, things like that. We're a very small property, actually. Uh, we were built in 1986 by some Notre Dame alum. We actually have quite a few owners now all over the country. But we're a 49-room property, boutique style. So we're independent. We don't have, and there's not another one of these anywhere in the country. And, and that's kind of kind of our thing. Um, we we can provide an experience that nobody else can, and uh, we're really proud of that. We've got a great staff. We can really be personable with our guests, and yeah. What is your favorite thing to do, game day or game weekend? Maybe something that you've seen that a fan's done that you that's really stood out to you. Actually, one of my favorite things is actually today and, and having everybody arrive. Many of our guests, it could be their first experience here at Notre Dame or their kids' first experience here at Notre Dame. And sitting out on our, we have these great porches here that overlook the campus and things, but they also overlook our parking lot. And some of the, sometimes my favorite thing to do is just sit on the parking lot or sit on the porch there, watch the parking lot and watch people get out of their cars and just immediately go to the edge of the parking lot, start taking pictures with their phones, just blown away that they're, they're here at Notre Dame. I and mean, it just gives you goosebumps thinking about it. So Great. Well, we're really excited for this weekend, for game weekend here, and having the ultimate Notre Dame experience. And, Brandon, if people want to learn more about uh, Ivy and Court and Suites, where can they get information? They could go to our website, which is www.ivycourt.com, um, or they can call us directly at 574-277-6500. You're listening to Travel Brigade, and we will be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have their reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. I'm Jeff Griffin. I'm here with Kathleen Curry in the beautiful town of South Bend. We've been experiencing a Notre Dame football weekend. Now, we know that everybody's got their favorite team. There are a lot of great teams and programs out there, but Notre Dame is unique. It needs to be on your bucket list and particularly on your sports bucket list to come check out a game weekend here just because of all the history and because of all the unique activities and because of the friendly people and great atmosphere. We've had a great time here. We just 
went to the game and uh, the game was great. Great atmosphere in the stadium. The band was terrific. Cheerleaders were terrific. Everything you want surrounding a college football game was terrific in the stadium. As much as we've loved it here, it is time for us to check out. And so it's time for He Said, She Said, where we each pick our three favorite things about that particular destination. As always, She Said goes first. What can I say about Notre Dame? I'm an Irish girl. How can you not love an Irish Catholic school here? So many things on my list. The Golden Dome is beautiful. The Basilica is beautiful. But one thing I was really surprised about and just thought was really a really cool and special place was the uh, grotto where people go down there to pray. And it's just a really, really great place. I really like that. That was kind of my little surprise of being here at Notre Dame. My number three was the total game day atmosphere here. Granted, we were here on a perfect fall day. But what I kind of liked about it was that out in the parking lot where the people tailgating and having a good time. But then when we walked up onto campus, you came to sections where the students were hanging out and doing things and the different dorms do fundraisers. And then you came to other places where people were hanging out with their kids and little kids throwing a football back and forth across the lawn. And then you came to another place where the band was playing and whatever you're sort of into for enjoying the college football experience that you could find it here, right? Either in the parking lot or on the campus. My number two was getting to meet the actual mascot, the leprechaun. It was really great because I'm a very short Irish girl and he was about my height. So it was really comfortable for me. And he was very funny and great. And of course, you see him on TV running around the football games when you watch Notre Dame. And it was really fun. We got to do a little meet and greet with him, take a picture. That was one of my highlights. I thought it was really fun and just really giddy like. My number two is one of the things I I often experience when I'm traveling is I will have seen something in pictures, postcards on TV, thought it was really neat looking, and then actually got to the real thing and just been blown away by how it looked right there in person. And in this case, it was Touchdown Jesus. I've seen it on TV a number of times. They usually, if they're showing a Notre Dame game, they'll, they'll sort of show a shot with the stadium with Touchdown Jesus in the background. And in this case, walking up under it and looking up at that, it's a, you know, a mosaic. It's just really an incredible thing, and it's one of those things where it's amazing to see a picture of it, but when you go see the actual thing yourself, it really is incredible. Now, I've joked around for years when uh, Jeff has decided to grow a beard or get his hair long that he has a Jesus complex, but I will tell you my number one was actually Jeff taking a picture with Touchdown Jesus. That was actually my ultimate souvenir here for the trip. It just sort of encompassed my whole weekend. It's been absolutely amazing. We've had a fun time. The campus was great. The game was great. You know, of course, Notre Dame won the game as usual. Great game, great atmosphere, great people. I think that's one of the things that's been really, everyone is so friendly and nice, but a wonderful time. Great, amazing football weekend here at Notre Dame. My number one was the midnight drum circle. I thought it was just going to be something where nice little drum circle, a couple hundred people maybe. Nope, get up there. 2,000 people cheering these drummers on like they're rock stars, which they are. Just the fact that it was there in the shadow of the Basilica and the Golden Dome and the history and tradition there and then just showing just kind of the whole spirit of how people really get into things here it's more than just a football game it's a it's a whole thing about everything surrounding Notre Dame and it just sort of encapsulated everything there in that one thing and it was just a really fun time to boot. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave South Bend, although you will want to make sure and check out our food and dining episode on South Bend because there are some great places here and some fun breweries and different things, so you'll want to make sure and check that out. Please join us next week when we visit another destination. In the meantime, please remember there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're 
you're in, please join us on Travel Brigade. See you next week and enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com.